And welcome back to another installment of the uh, Tobacco Pipe, the uh, TTP. This is our first ever Skype recording. Very cool. Very excited. Uh, there's a weird different energy in the air. It's just cool changing things up. But uh, Jake, how we doing over there? How- what up, man? What up? What up? Dude, you, uh, you, uh, you, well, actually, I kind of gave you the thumbs up at the perfect time i didn't know when i'd hit start recording that like a whole nother thing would pop up and then the screen popped up i noticed it went black for a second yeah and i was like holy shit and then it came right in and as soon as it had started (laughs) recording you crushed it hell yeah dude i honestly kind of just now remembered you're not home you're in a hotel (laughs) yeah it's it's weird luck i'm actually in charleston luckily thank shout out to Airbnb has become like my best friend with traveling because now I try to find like houses or townhouses or things like that where I can get my own stove. So this is the this is the second time that I've been in this townhouse Dude. and it's it's kind of cool just Airbnb's chilling. fire. I did on ever since like one of my first times using it. It's like what I always go look at first. That or that Verbo. Yep. VRBO. I don't know if you're supposed to call it Verbo. I call it Verbo. But dude, uh, I uh, actually, I think, I think that cabin we had at Hawking Hills was off Verbo, if I remember correctly. Uh, it was, it was for sure. But uh, yeah, dude, it's just awesome uh, being able to have like that house, yeah, type setting instead of being in like a hotel room or. Well, like and no, and it, it makes for me like I can eat healthier if I choose to. Like when I'm mm-hmm. staying in a hotel, I really don't have much of a choice. Like, and like I can pick restaurants and shit like that, but it's not like I can go to Walmart or Kroger and get like chicken and then like make my right. own chicken salad and stuff like that. So I feel when I'm on the road and staying in like an Airbnb setting, which I've only done it now in snowshoe twice and now charleston twice there's just not a lot of options around the state that price wise at least but it's uh I, I'm, I'm with you man it's it's definitely my primary site or app that i use to look up places to stay and Dude, it, it's, I, it's legit i uh noticed that the whole cooking eating thing when i stayed in that hotel in marietta uh what a month or two ago um nah i was lucky there was like uh a subway like a couple blocks down the road so i could go eat that was about as healthy as i was getting though because i had a microwave in there and a mini fridge and that was it but there was a kroger literally right across the street so that was awesome i could just like get my lunch for the next day so i was able to like it wasn't like eating healthy but it wasn't like eating like shit either no so, i mean I, I'm I'm with you, and it it's like good enough. It, it's stuff though that like people. When I say like, you know, it gets old for me traveling, and it's hard traveling all the time, and things like that. One one of the main reasons is not the driving so much anymore because my body's used to it, but it is the food. Like sometimes I don't have a choice. You know, I have to go yeah. through, through or a restaurant, which is you know sometimes healthier but sometimes not so i'm happy to be in this setting baby and i heard that it was was it snowing up home today it was for a brief moment that that's actually funny you brought that up because uh i was going to go work out of my parents house outside and didn't realize how cold it was out we got up there and started like flurrying and i was like yeah fuck this (laughs) i'm not doing this and uh it was weird too because like obviously everyone doesn't know where I live, but, uh, I live at the base of this hill that my parents live up on top of the hill. It was, it was just a little chilly down by my house to where like I could deal with it. I can still work out outside and, uh, we get up, get up the hill and it's snowing up there. It's crazy. Like just that change in, uh, altitude. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's nuts. But uh, by the time I got back down the hill though, it started snowing a tiny bit down here, but up there it was like, it was flurrying like a tiny bit. And I was kind of just getting to think like, 
uh, just imagine like West Libs probably was probably actually like snowing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's weird how that works. Dude, when when is the last time in Wheeling that we've had a bad snow? I really think it's been <sighs> We were like, young. Dude, like I, I I really honestly feel like it's been at least like six or seven years. But I guess we were in Morgantown for a while. So like yeah, but I mean, I don't think pretty, we've had any big like how we had when we were in grade school. We had a cup. I think there was. I know there was one. I think there was two. Like a year or two after the first one, like big, big snowstorm. It was like a couple feet deep. At least dude, up at my when, parents' house. When we were in fourth grade, it was either third or fourth grade, but I'm ninety nine percent sure it was fourth grade. We went to school. Two days in the entire month of February, back scratching yeah. the shit. Oh, I love this thing, dude. But yeah, dude, it was awesome. Uh, I remember we had to make up all the snow days at the end of the school year. We literally were able to jump off my parents' back deck into the snow because it was so deep. It was cool. Yeah, it was awesome. Really? We were jumping like... I mean, it's probably only 15, 15, 20 feet, but still you jump 15, 20 feet on the hard ground. You could like break a leg or something. Yeah, true. True, true, And like, we were just like little, like you said, like third or fourth grade kids just fucking just in the snow. And I don't know if it was that year. I I, want to say it was a couple years later, but it could have been the same year. I remember me and JT went up to your guys's house and you guys were racing the four wheelers around that circle because it was like ice, ice yeah. and snow. We do. We used to do that all the time in the snow, just like go drifting around that circle driveway. Yeah, it was dude. so fun. So, so much fun. Far. But I'm, I, I really am very excited for the snow and for, because for a job like mine, if it's bad outside, I get snow days. And I, and I and I don't have to make those days up. So, like, I literally pray for snow because I don't have an all-wheel drive vehicle. That's their problem. See, JT, <laughs> JT he has an all-wheel That's drive their SUV. Problem. It is, man. He has an all-wheel drive SUV, so I don't know what his stipulations are, but I know right. that if schools are canceled – and basically, I'm canceled, and it's legit. Yeah, cancel culture, man. No, but uh, I am really excited for snow, man. I the last couple winters have been real shitty, and I love snow. Like I don't know, why, <laughs> I just love snow. Um, I want a sled yeah. ride, man. I know. I, I'm a big skier too. I love skiing. I know I don't look like a skier, but I I tried snowboarding once. It was not good i i could turn like on my toes but i couldn't turn on my heels if that makes any sense but uh so you weren't yeah. you you weren't johnny capahala no no not at all man I was, on the water i am give me a surfboard. okay okay or a boogie board i can i can boogie board that's about it Dude, I I used, to, I used to boogie board all the time back in the day when I was younger. It 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 is so crazy how my mind has literally completely changed from being a young kid who didn't even think twice about going in the water, didn't care about yeah even being out there, would go out as far as I wanted to. To now, I literally just go up to my knees and feet because I think I've now I've seen so much TV. And Shark Week and shit that, uh-uh, <laughs> uh-uh, I'm done. See, I am kind of the same way. Like, I'll still go out really far to, like, where I can't touch and stuff. But, like, now my anxiety gets kicking when I do. Before, it was, like, nothing. It's, like, now I know it, I know it's down there. Like, yeah. <laughs> or I don't know it's down there, actually. And that's what, that's, I know there can be something there. <clears throat> and not knowing kind of fucks with me. And I know it's like the not knowing thing too, because like whenever my family has gone like to like tropical places, like we were in Jamaica and I'm telling you, like their water is so crystal clear where like you can see like 30, 40 feet underneath you all the way to the bottom. 
and it's weird you know? when 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 you're like that in water like that like you aren't at, scared at all because you know what's down there you you can see that there's nothing yeah, see, I didn't even actually think about that. That brought back when I was in um, Mexico in 2012. The water is crystal clear, and yeah. I and I did I did get out there and swim out there. So you're cool, you're man. right. You're right. We, we were it, dude, we were we were literally on uh, like pool floaties, like in tubes and stuff, like hundreds of yards off the fucking beach, just floating, and it, it's cool. They. Well, yeah, we went out on a party cruise too, and like, part like they stopped in this one place, like probably like a few hundred yards off, maybe like two hundred yards off the coastline of the island, where it was just like a big rock uh, cliff side of the island, and on the uh, side of it, there's a cave, like a water uh, cave that you can swim into and we they literally and it's cool with jamaica too because they these dudes don't give a fuck they said put a life jacket on if you want to put flippers on if you want to but you don't have to like it's not like other places that like with their insurance and shit you got to put this on so they're like literally i just put some flippers and goggles on and we swim all the way to this cave and i'm telling like the water's deep where really deep where the boat was and just like not a care in the world because you can see down there man it's 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 really neat it is really neat dude i i did something that now i'm thinking about it that i actually did it and i'm just getting like the most anxiety just self-induced anxiety so speaking of going far out in water and being able to see versus not being able to see um we went to key west i believe i was in seventh or eighth grade i think and we went uh snorkeling yeah and what i it's it was at one point there's a reef out there that's like the third biggest or yeah third yeah, or fourth yeah, biggest yeah. in the world or something so we literally went out there and the guy was giving us instructions and stuff and we're putting all of our stuff on and he's like okay you guys are gonna jump off and swim to the right that's where the reef is but just don't jump off and swim to the left over there because that's where all the sharks are at. <laughs> and I just jumped in not even thinking. And now I'm sitting back thinking if I would have been suited up and the guy would have said that, I wouldn't have done it. Yeah, I would have said no, yeah. dude. You fucking keep your snorkel. You keep your flippers. I'm out. I'm not doing this anymore. Dude, I've been, uh, I, there's only been a select few times where I've actually seen sharks, like, in the wild, in the ocean. Um, You've seen them more than once? I think, I know I have twice. Um Dang. Once in, uh, like, we were just Myrtle Beach, and it was just a lemon shark, so probably wouldn't mess with you at all. But we were in Myrtle Beach, probably about a little over waist deep and you see like it was probably like four or five foot lemon shark you see finn going around stuff and the lifeguard called everyone in and then the lifeguard after that was like oh you guys can get back in if you want you just gotta know it's out there and it's most likely not going to bother you because like those types of sharks aren't like known to bite people but uh the other time i'm pretty sure it was when we were we were down in mexico right by cancun that riviera what's i forget what's called riviera maya yeah and actually that's where the uh second biggest reef in the world is you got the great barrier reef australia that's number one obviously and the second biggest one is right there by cancun riviera maya maya really uh, yeah yeah yeah, see, yeah. I, I went, that's where I went when I was in Mexico, and I, I probably was told that, but I, I, I didn't realize that. That's fucking sick. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we just saw, I don't even know what kind it was, but it wasn't a very big uh, shark when we were swimming around that, we were snorkeling. Yeah, that, yeah. Like, like you were saying, I, and I know, we saw a big-ass barracuda, though, very big barracuda, I mean, I'm at least like five, six feet. I mean, I do. That's just like I, a normal I saw fish. little. I saw little barracudas, and, but see, so you were in Mexico when the water was clear, though, right? I mean, it was pretty. It wasn't like crystal, like when I'm talking Jamaica, but it was clear. You know what I mean? Yeah, a little see, cloudy, like, but you could see through it. 
that that's kind of how the water that I was in, but it was just like dark blue. But once you got down far yeah. enough, you could actually yeah, yeah. see. That's how it was. Yeah. And the stretch from swimming from like the boat to the reef where when you're looking down, you can't see anything is yeah. like the scariest thing that plays back through my head yeah. all the time when I think about this. It's just like that fear of the unknown, man. Dude, but speaking of water being clear and whatnot, we were at Myrtle Beach this past summer, and I don't know, because, you know, like, at Myrtle Beach, it's normally, like, like brown. You can't yeah. see it all through it. Um, I don't know if it's because, like, COVID, like, not a lot of people were to- to- uh, going on vacation and whatnot, um, but... uh it could have either been that or it could have been we were on stretch of like or it's just beach houses and not the big hotels. But uh I'm telling you, the water was the cleanest I've ever seen it be. Like I could literally I was literally like just below waist deep and I could see my feet. It was really? cra- it was crazy, dude. Yeah, it was so clean for uh Myrtle Beach. Uh, normally like you can't see it at all through that stuff. Yeah, and you, you wonder what that is. I mean, you, you would you would want to think that it's probably because there were less people there at the time and things like that. But it, you know, yeah, it, it really does just show like how shitty humans are, though. Like when people were inside, <laughs> the, the canals had fish in them and like all this beautiful nature shit was happening. And then humans are just like, fuck this. We're going to fuck you up. <laughs> And all, yeah, all the plastic honestly. that just floats and all that shit. It's just sad. We could do uh, a lot better with keeping the earth clean. I will say, I'm not like some like environmentalist or whatever, but I do definitely agree that we take shit for granted. Like we're like we're like what we were saying the one day about like there only being like so much forest left. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, it's just. It's nuts, really. Um, and, and, like, the best way to describe me when it comes to any matter, whether this is good or bad, but I just feel like I'm just right here in the middle on everything that's going on. Like, I, I know what's right, yeah. but, like, I'm not going to go out of my way to, like, do some crazy thing. I'm just going to make sure I do the right stuff. And I but, but I But I'm not, like standing on top of the roof screaming this is how you need to live (laughs) yeah i know i know it's it's crazy that there's some people which you know some people just this is how they get rich and popular and things like that but just preach on how how like the way they live is the right way to live it's just crazy i I don't know it's goofy dude no i'm the same way um I I don't go out of my way to make a scene or whatnot, but I dude, I just like almost everything. I'm kind of like literally just like the middleman with every situation. Yeah. And it, dude, it's tough sometimes too because like you got this side saying fuck this side, this side saying fuck this side. You're just like, uh, like <laughs> you know, you're like you're like listen, sides. I like both of you, so yeah. I'm not. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, like, fuck, man. <laughs> Dude, it happens all the time, too. Like, I'll be playing Warzone, and there's, like, uh, two people arguing. I'm like, look, I agree with both of you, man. <laughs> yeah, like, I just shut know. up already. Just shut hey, up speak, and squash it. Speaking of Warzone, I broke the 40, 40 mark on wins. We're we're getting up there, man. Uh, I'm 50's the next mark. I should be at 44 right now, but I'm at 41 because let me, let, let me ask got, you real quick. Will these wins care? Like, will, will you first and foremost, how long has Warzone been out and how long have you been playing Warzone? I think this is season six and the seasons are like <clears throat> maybe like two months apiece. So, okay. uh, uh, I started playing like season two. I started playing season two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so will will these wins transfer over to the other war zone, or are you gonna wipe the slate? 
I, I really don't know because, like, everyone's been saying the war zone's supposed to be intertwined between the two games, and it, it kind of looks like it's going to be because, sorry, um, Love like, it. You, you open uh, the Modern Warfare <laughs> game, then you open the Cold War game, like, the home screen for both. They're kind of similar now. Like on the Modern Warfare now on the home screen, you got three options. You got uh, it, the le- far left is Call of Duty Cold War. The middle okay. is Warzone, I think, and the right I think Smaldy Player. And then on Cold War, you got uh, like the the uh, wait for Modern Warfare. I know Cold War is on the left, Warzone's in the middle, and the far right's like multiplayer and campaign and stuff. And then on uh, Cold War, there's like five different options. You got campaign, multiplayer, Warzone's in the middle, uh, zombies far zombies next to that. I forget what far right is though. And uh, actually, in the Modern Warfare Warzone right now, they have operators from the Cold War game. You can select oh, that's not open yet. Like it shows that they're there, they're just locked. So it is supposed to be intertwined. I don't know if stats will carry over. I hope they do. Um, but at the same time, I wouldn't mind if they're not because right now, like me and this one kid I played with a lot, uh, kind of sucks. I, I, I understand skill based matchmaking, but at the same time, the the better you get, the more you get punished because yeah. like, I don't know. We're like right above this mark, uh, for like the next level of, of like skill based lobbies. So we just keep getting in these lobbies with absolute just sweats and, Damn. uh, sweat. I don't know for those of you who don't know what a sweat is. It's like gaming terminology for like try hard. Like it's, like their hands are sweating on their controller so much because of how hard they try. You know what I mean? Awesome, because yeah. I had no idea what that meant. Yeah, um, you got sweats. I was, I was like, yeah, man. Yeah, dude, I totally know what you're talking about. We got sweats. We got crackheads, we call. <laughs> <laughs> Just because they do the dumbest shit, but they are successful with the dumbest shit because they're so good. And then you got yeah. sus, which is short for suspicious, like they're cheating. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, like, like, what's his name? Symphony. Symphony. And my one buddy I started playing with swears he doesn't. But honestly, I'm kind of lean. Like, he's very good, and I know it's possible to do like things he does on PC. Um, and I will say. I, I mean, I've said before, he does do very sus stuff, but at the same time, a lot of people are like, he just loves trolling people. Like, he'll purposely do, like, that suspicious, just like, why shoot, he'll shoot someone and hurry up and aim somewhere else, like, like it looks if you're using, like, an aim bot or something. Yeah. But, so, some people say he just does that to troll people, to, like, as a joke, but I don't, well, the- I don't know, dude, I mean... The latest thing I saw, the latest thing I saw on him was on the Wicked Good Gaming Twitter. And it was, it it was a video that he must have made or was taken from his live stream on Twitch saying that he, for Cold War, had to actually buy a controller and that it doesn't feel right on a computer, which is just weird. Like you would think it would play the same way, right? Uh, using a mouse and keyboard, as long as you're good at using it, it is, uh, you can be a lot better, (laughs) a lot better, uh, depending on the type of controller you have to, because they make controllers now, they're like special edition or like tactical type controllers. They got paddles on the back. So here, for example, I got my normal controller here. Just got okay. the triggers and bumpers up here. They make some to where they got these paddles on the back here. So you can use these oh, fingers. You got these fingers here. So you don't got to take fingers off of other buttons to do stuff. Like, like if I want to jump or crouch or slide or something when I'm running and fighting someone, I'm, I'm using this joystick to run and stuff with my thumb. I got to hurry up and, and uh, 
you see what I mean? I gotta fucking yeah, take yeah, my yeah. hand off, my thumb off there to do something. So it makes it a little bit more difficult. But uh, at the same time, I don't know. Like it's just all a matter of what you're used to. Like it doesn't bother me now because I'm so used to it. Like yeah. I don't know. And I, I know, know. I, I know e gaming and like gaming and like i racing and everything is is big already and it's like starting to catch on everywhere but i'm anxious to see where esports is at in like three years yeah. i actually think shit's gonna get crazy hopefully with... it's got me up on the leaderboard somewhere <laughs> well, dude that's what i was gonna say like everybody's gonna be competing and shit because there'll be so many tournaments with like so many cash prizes and dude, shit i want to like... start uh <clears throat> Like, I'm not trying, like, there's people that are so much better than me, so much better than me, but at the same time, I want to try to uh, start, like, entering tournaments with some of the good people I play with. I, I, I actually tried to get one of my buddies to enter a tournament with me this past weekend, but he just didn't see it in time. Uh, where where do you find tournaments like that that you could enter? Well, Is actually, just that on one, I, just saw it, I saw it advertised on TikTok some guy had post like posted a video about like hey i'm having this tournament this cash prize or whatever you can play duos trios or quads whatever you want to do um dude with your humor i don't know with your humor i think you need to start getting on tiktok and making tiktok videos why i you're know playing. i know it's <laughs> tiktok confuses me for some reason i don't know why like never never been on the app jt's addicted he is full on addicted i mean That's i just all he does is watch tiktok i just i get on and scroll through videos and it is very addicting doing that but when it comes to making the videos I mean, yeah, I can just post, like, a video on there, just like I would on Instagram. But when it comes to, like, adding stuff onto the video and stuff, that's where I get confused. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, just get, just get out there and pop your pee and get shit going, bro. <laughs> no, but, uh, uh st- like, on the gaming still, yeah. um, Assassin's Creed. Okay. What Dope. what percentage? What percentage? I honestly don't know what percentage I'm on. It's <laughs> not very high. It's not very it's high. It's all right. I I've done very little side quests. I'm trying to stick to the main uh, storyline here. Uh, but it is so cool so far. Um, so you start out. You're in Norway. Uh, your dad and mom get killed right in the beginning by like you're this little kid, and you're about to like surprise like your king or whatever swearing fealty for him for life or whatever and during this big party ceremony uh some bad like rival viking clan their leader like ambushes kills everyone so like you're this little kid that gets away and you watch your dad get beheaded and your mom get fucked up by this dude and Dude, it's 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 cool. Uh, and then like, so like the this is just like the intro part to the game. This is like, they don't even give you like the title sequence of the game until you complete like a few missions. It's really when, that's sick. yeah. So like you go through so, a few missions in the beginning to uh, take down that bad guy. Uh, like uh, the very last one, you just. Uh, I guess like lay siege to his like uh, part in Norway and his palace and whatnot, and then after that you go back to uh, your home ta- your home place in Norway, and you find out uh, it does have re- dude, it has real Vikings in it. I knew it would cool. be some sort of historically accurate Harold Finehair. He's in the Vikings show on History Channel. This this is based a little bit after uh, anyone that's watched the Vikings show on History Channel. It's based a little bit after events of that thus far because Ragnar Lothbrook, the main dude in that Vikings show, his uh, sons and him have already invaded England and have been settling there in this game. And Harold Finehair is a big character in that show, too. He's kind of a dickhead. Um, <laughs> dickhead we'll double, Harold. 
Yeah, he will double cross anyone to get what he wants. He wants to be king of all Norway and stuff. And in this game, he uh, is trying to get other kings to bow down to him. Like, let's all be one nation. I'll be your leader and whatnot. And your king in that game does. And his son, which is like basically your brother in the game, because they like took you in, took your character in after their parents got killed. That he uh, he's like, no, nah, fuck that, uh, dad, fuck you. I'm not bound down to this dude and that's what leads you to uh, sail over to england so i have just gotten to england i've just done a couple raids on monasteries and shit it, it it's pretty cool i'm just starting to uh get my settlement going in england it, it's neat man it, it's cool dude, that's that's it's just like that's why those assassins games are so sick because there mm-hmm. is that historical true and it, value it's tied in a little bit to the odyssey the previous one um odyssey it started with assassin's creed origins which was two games ago and then it uh odyssey got connected to origins and now this is connected to odyssey it's got like the, the same uh i don't know if you never played assassin's creed you wouldn't you might not know about this but each game, each one of them, it's uh, you got people in present day. And yes, those people have the same DNA as your character for the actual game, and they go in this thing called the Animus. It takes you back into the your ancestors' memories and stuff. And Origins, Odyssey, and now Valhalla, it's all the same present day people. They're like. Uh, kind of outcasts uh going against the present day bad group which would be the templars in their present day thing uh back in the time frame of where your main character is in origins and odyssey and valhalla they're called the order of the ancients uh now in uh like the other Assassin's Creed games, they are Templars as well. But like the Order of Ancients just predated the Templars because now, like these games, their most recent games are based back before like a lot of the uh, the other previous Assassin's Creed games. Like, uh, for example, Black Flag is like colonial times in the Caribbean. That was the last game that I played. Yeah, it, Black Flag was a really cool one. Um, with all the pirate stuff and the the shit fighting and whatnot, yeah, it was a lot of fun. So cool, so cool. But uh, I'm gonna have to look at what percent I am, and and uh, I will figure that out. And then by the time we record next week, I will figure out my percent again, so we can see like how far I went each week. But uh, I will say, Warzone still been taking a lot of my time away from it just because well, I'm so addicted to Warzone. I'm I'm happy you said that because I was going to kind of pull it back to Warzone because in my head I'm thinking I'm thinking that I might jump back into Warzone once the two games kind of combine to where people are still feeling it out whether it's going to be just I I need you to to uh we can you you can be the party leader so we don't get put in all these fucking sweaty ass lobbies. <laughs> dude, there we go, bro. And like, dude, I, I, I wouldn't say by any means, like my, my biggest, biggest, the, and I know it's the most important part, but like the, my biggest problem is I'm not good at close combat. Like, yeah, we're yeah, fighting, yeah, yeah. When we're fighting far away, like I got a pretty good aim and like can hit people I feel like, but when we get close, for some reason I can't hold it on there. So I'm thinking See, a lot of people I, it's the opposite. So really? So that I actually I think it's a little bit easier to uh learn close quarters combat than it is the far shots on those games. Yeah, because it's, it's like, weird. The, it's hard, especially with a lot of the different guns, and you gotta find like your setups with attachments and stuff um, to where you can hit real long shots. But it's all about your movement and stuff. I actually just put a couple clips on my Twitch of examples of good movement 
in close quarter combat, uh, like flanking routes and stuff. I, I actually have one real good one on there, and it's got a lot to do with map recognition, knowing the buildings and knowing like different passageways to get around and hit them from the side and stuff. Um, I got a real good one on there. Uh, <clears throat> I'll have to check it out for yeah. real because I'm I'm thinking when everybody is kind of feeling it out and trying to figure out the process is when that would probably be the best for me to hop back in because everybody you'll still have your your giants and your and your dominance here, but people will have everybody will be learning yeah. at the same time. So I mean, if I could give uh, a tip about trying to get better at close quarters combat and uh i got this from bigger streamer too uh you go go into like a custom game i don't you might have to have multiplayer to do a custom game but uh you go into a custom game that you make and you can set it you can play whatever map, map you want if you're trying to get better at close quarters i would do a small map like shipment or something um and all you gotta do is you set the game up, put like eight eight bots on there, and mm-hmm. make the game like free for all. Or if you really want to get intense and really try to get better, make a team deathmatch and it's all those eight bots against you. Make the bot difficulty veteran, which is the highest, so it's not so it's kind of like fighting real people. Um, yeah. And <clears throat> it's a good way to set out try out different gun setups too. But anyways, um, so you go do that. You can set up the bot health. You want to make it like 250 to 300, and you can set it up too so you down them instead of straight kill them so you get used to downing them and having to finish the kill. But yeah, uh, uh, this, this guy said literally every day before he streams, he shoots bots for like 15 to 20 minutes. He just goes in these maps makes it as hot, hard as possible you set your, their health up like i said for the purpose of in war zone i think it's 250 damage to down someone and then there on out uh i think finishing them is like another 50 but did, yeah did you it's see- a good way to practice and you can and it, you get a lot better at the close quarters that way too when you especially if you got all those guys all those bots against you, you got to, you learn how to move around and whatnot. Yeah. Did you see, um, that they started, I don't want to say drafting, but like signing players to the call of duty league teams. No, no, no. That's cool. I, I'd love that. I had a lot of fun, like watching those, matches at at times like that whole league is is it's cool it's really cool it's uh and it does it goes to show you uh how smart those guys are in terms of the gameplay and just knowing map recognition is huge like you gotta know where you're going you gotta know all the routes um but honestly that's something that I never pulled over from Warzone. Like, I knew all the Fortnite stuff when I was playing Fortnite, but for some reason, I, I could never pick up on the Warzone map because it's so big. It is, it is, and I think I've just played it so much now. That, like, I know all the ins and outs of it now. I know every fucking building, and which is it's crazy, honestly. Like, I know. Do you think the map will change? It. I thought it was supposed to. But I honestly don't know. Um, I kind of got mixed feelings about it, whether I want it to or not, just because I have to memorize all that stuff over again. But, I mean, everyone will. So, whatever. But, honestly, that's one of the big reasons I quit playing Fortnite and I quit playing Apex Legends, uh, because all the changes to the maps, like, especially... Fortnite, yeah, Fortnite was a constant change, and like I got to the point where I, I just didn't feel like memorizing certain areas anymore. I mean, it's well, cool dude, to change stuff to, here and there, but come on, yeah, and to bring it back to the Call of Duty League, especially for you and I, it's always a treat when we get to watch it and Tig's fucking there being oh, dude, Tig is the, the best, best comment, especially because he know he just knows the game so well and. uh 
It, it's literally like listen to a pro, like a pro commentator for the game. It's it is. Oh awesome, man, it is Dude, awesome. He, he says he says things and terminology and shit that you've never heard, but it sounds great. And then yeah. it's like, what the fuck? Dude, and you know what? Like at, uh, watching the Call of Duty League, like some of the I'm still not a big search and destroy guy. I've heard it's a lot of fun. I just I don't play that much. But Hardpoint, the game mode Hardpoint now, I'm a big fan of in multiplayer. I like that in Domination mostly. Domination, you got three points in the map, and you try to hold, hold them. Uh, and, uh, like, if you're holding two of them, you get two points every second while the other team gets one point because they only got getting – one flag, yeah. but uh, and it's just like first two fifty wins. But hard point, uh, it's first to two fifty wins. I'm not sure how fast the points come up, but the locate it's one location and it changes throughout the match, like uh, nonstop. I think like it'll be in one location for like uh forty seconds to a minute. But uh, once you learn the pattern of where it's going. It is awesome. Like, remember the one game we were watching, Tig was commentating. They were playing hardpoint. He's like, oh, now this team's rotating around to here because that's where the next hardpoint's at. Like, and I didn't understand what it at first because I hadn't played hardpoint that much. And now that I play it a lot, I don't know. It was just kind of neat realizing what he was talking about now. Because uh, all those guys obviously know where the hardpoint's going next at, and at what point to pull away from trying to get the current hard point and just let that opposite team have like the extra five to ten points so you can secure the next one. You know what I mean? It is a very strategic game. He's a legend when it comes to Call of Duty, man. Like he knows the ins and outs of literally all of that stuff. So that's why any time that we'd be recording and it would be on, I'd always put it on when he was there because I would just have just as much fun listening to him that I would actually watch. It. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's awesome, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, I couldn't sick. believe it when, uh, when he was doing that. <laughs> Dude, but Sith, Sith wants to um, start playing Warzone with us and start streaming. So I was like, Oh Dude, yeah, we can get guys- streams going. Yeah, I already do, do my together. one buddy, my one buddy uh, from Morgantown I've been playing with. I hadn't talked to him in a while, and we just saw each other on one day, and we were like, let's start playing together. And he's actually, uh, he's very good, and he streams as well, so it's it's kind of cool. I mean, I I can have his stream up and watching while I'm streaming and playing. It is, it's neat doing that. Um, well, and, yeah. and too, like, I never understood years ago when I'd see streamers and gamers and they had so many TVs or so many monitors. I'd be like, what do they need all that for? And now it's so cool when like you got the one that they're playing on, then they're watching someone and they have like the yeah. chat. It, yeah. It yeah. Makes sense now. Dude, and uh, that's one thing for me streaming uh on xbox i i got the chat up on my phone and i actually did find out now how to see who's viewing me on through my phone um actually shout out my man lurks he's my number one fan i have no idea who he is but he watches me every single time i'm on the whole time and so shout out lurks man l-u-r-x-x good man he he's he's showing love and I love it. He won't talk to me on chat though, whoever he is. <laughs> I mean maybe maybe he, he either one likes your voice or two he likes your gameplay. And I'm going with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's hard not to. It's hard not to. <laughs> yeah. Hey, dude, how how about uh I could talk about video games all day, but I don't want to drag it out. Uh Oh, how, good. What's how up? about uh, cancel culture coming after Baby Yoda, man? Dude, see, like, I, <laughs> I, I can't believe it. This. I didn't hear about this or see it, and then you told me about it, and it was right after I got done watching the episodes. I don't, I just, I just. talking about it? I, I didn't watch his one-minute man on it, no. What'd he say? 
that's where I first heard about it. just basically what I told you. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Pe- that's just proves to me that people have gotten way too insensitive, way or way too way too sensitive. I mean, dude, and people are literally looking for anything to anything. just complain about. Literally yeah. anything, and it's it's just it's starting to get old. It, it it's like now it's starting to become. A, a normal thing like oh shit so and so is getting canceled like yeah. it's it's just it's happening left and right and it's to the point when when are you going to start worrying about yourselves yeah dude uh, like for those of <laughs> you that don't know um the people are coming at uh baby yoda on the mandalorian show because he though in episode two there was it was like the Mandalorian was ex- escorting this frog lady to a planet with her husband to fertilize these eggs that she had in this like backpack cooler water thing. Incredible character. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was cool. Um, and baby Yoda kept sneaking an egg out of her tank thing and eating them. And it's like KFC said, uh, and there's actually a very funny comic relief, especially at the end of the episode where he, Baby Yoda looks back at her and she's like guarding her tank and he turns around and has an egg in his other hand and just slurps it. I was laughing so hard. I actually rewound it and rewatched it. But um, it's just like KFC said, like people are calling, uh, calling Baby Yoda a mass murderer and stuff because he ate so many. What? Yes. Yes. And uh, think of it this way. Do you, every time you cook eggs for breakfast and stuff, are you worried? Are you worried about all the chickens you're murdering? Like, come on, come on, man! That it's we're all mass murderers in that aspect. I mean, but dude, I just I I I cannot for the life of me. I go through my brain and try to figure out this whole canceling and censorship and everything like that. And at the end of the day. It's so hypocritical because you literally want to cancel something that you think because you think your way is the right way. It's just so like, like, go ahead. It my makes no, 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 it's fine. It literally just makes no sense to me because you're trying to push this thing out of here because you're saying, oh, there's, this isn't right. This way is the right way. When in reality, it's just, uh, opinions and maybe hypocritical is yeah, the yeah. wrong word, but it, it's like it, it, it's it's garbage, dude. It's I I'm I'm like saying to myself, it's like the miserable people are just starting to win. You know what I mean? And that's true. That's, that's not kind of not cool to say, but I mean that's what it's like looking like, especially like with this baby Yoda thing. That just makes no sense to me. It's it's just a funny comedic relief with like a character that literally everyone loves. It, it, yeah. It's just like a little baby being like a, a little shithead, a cute little shithead, you know? Um, and honestly, uh, this is, I, I kind of want to talk about Mandalorian for a sec just cause it's been yeah. awesome. But, uh, I really, baby Yoda, this episode is even cuter to me somehow. I don't know why. But uh, overall, like, it's really cool, especially, like, with this third episode, anyone that's watched Clone Wars and uh, the Star Wars cartoons, uh, I'm finding it. I don't know if you have you watched Clone Wars or anything. I haven't watched it, but I've I, I've gotten the scoop from JT. He's seen it all. So we're def. I definitely think we're seeing Ahsoka next episode in Mandalorian. I'm so excited for that because she was like definitely my favorite character in Clone Wars. Um now she she is she is um Anakin's apprentice. Yes, yes. Uh she, yeah she was Anakin's Padawan and there was a part in Clone Wars where she got uh some some attack or something uh pinned on her. She was framed by another apprentice that was going dark and uh 
they she ended up getting framed by this other padawan and they like they were coming at her like trying to arrest her and stuff she ran away and was in hiding and they finally found out who it actually was and um once they did they call they called her back in they and she got in front of the council and whatnot and they're like just apologizing we're sorry please come back like you're a great padawan or whatever and the, the this is kind of like very good uh ahsoka fat just like in her own fashion this like how she is she's just like no like I tried to tell you guys it wasn't me and you're supposed to believe me. And she's yeah. like, I, I can't come back into this after you, like, I'm supposed to be able to trust you. And, uh, so she ended up not going back, but at that point she was already almost a full Jedi. She's a beast. She is a fucking animal. Um, so yeah, she ended up not even finishing her Jedi training, but she can do everything that a regular Jedi can do. Um, and anyways, going back to just like anyone that's watched Clone Wars, I, it's awesome seeing these characters that were in Clone Wars now in The Mandalorian. Um, in the most recent third episode, uh, you you see Bo-Katan, the uh, yeah. other uh, Mandalorian woman. She's in Clone Wars, and before she even took her helmet off and said her name, they did a really good job uh, mimicking her outfit from Clone Wars. I immediately knew it was her. Uh, she oh, has dude, some I, type of drawing on. I her didn't home. even know that. I didn't even know that 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 character was in Clone Wars. Yeah, 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 yeah. She, uh, uh, she her and Ahsoka kind of run into each other uh, towards the end of Clone Wars after Ahsoka's no longer a Padawan. She's off on her own, and they kind of team up a little bit and do and do some cool shit together. Uh, and Clone uh-huh. Wars. Yeah, so that that's how uh, immediately when she said she knew someone of the Jedi, I knew she was talking about Ahsoka. And yeah, it, it, I hats off to them for uh, the recognition with her outfit and stuff. I could, I like, uh, immediately when they flew in on that ship in that episode, I was like, I know, I know that Mandalorian and that in my head it clicked that it was Bo-Katan especially once I saw her little uh she has this headband on under her helmet it it was it is uh I just found it really cool is seeing these characters from Clone Wars and stuff in that show dude Uh, now do we know do we know are there so now we have our little Mando dude and now we have the other Mandalorians are there other ones out there, like other different squads? Do we know that? Well, or not? Uh, I don't think we know it, but I imagine there still is. I, I mean, I can't say that for for certain, though. Um, I know there was uh, still some left after yeah. Clone Wars, because Clone Wars, uh, I'm pretty sure, like towards the end of it, they uh, Mandalore starts getting in some peril towards the end of it. It's not the purge from the Empire, but uh, but they're starting to get on some darker roads, especially going, okay. in, yeah, especially going into uh, Star Wars Rebels, that other cartoon. There's a little bit of Mandalore in it when it, where Mandalore's under Empire control. And uh, there is st- there's still Mandalorian families left in Rebels that go against the Empire. So I okay. there's definitely still other clans out there, like Bo-Katan's, lo- the last of her line from Clan Kryze, I believe it is, like K-R-Y-Z-E, something like that. But uh, yeah, it's... Uh, I, I I imagine there's definitely other ones out there. My the laptop's dying. I need to find a charger. <laughs> no, it's it's all good. It's all good. But um, yeah. No, I I I had fun definitely catching up and watching the three episodes in a row was nice. Um, I I, I don't know. It's it, it's just it's one of those shows that I like because I'm I'm a big Star Wars fan and it's it I don't know. I, I've I, I've just enjoyed it so far more more than I thought I would. 
Yeah, I I really I kind of like this season more than season one already. It's like it's getting into action really quick, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Um, which I kind of thought they had to with everything that ha- happened at the end of the last season. I mean, they didn't have to, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Do Do we know? Do we know? Like, is is this I found gonna it. only be? gonna be a couple seasons or so like is is this the last season or could this go i don't know i don't know i mean honestly they could take it as long as they wanted i would think i'm i don't see why not um well i guess i that's what that's what i i don't know a hundred percent is is this storyline and is this baby Yoda like a real thing from Star Wars original story? I, or they just bring this in. So, well, and, um, and, and I wonder too, like, I know that the next trilogy is not going to have anything to do with Skywalkers and things like that. Yeah. But I'm starting to wonder now if Baby Yoda is going to play into these new three movies, like the Baby yeah. Yoda character itself. Yeah, that and that would be cool, honestly. Um, and the reason I ask about is it part of the original story? Is it its own thing? Because if it's part of the original story, they can only go so far. You know what I mean? Well, they yeah, can only- aren't aren't the books like different than the movies? That's what I've heard. Uh, is that look, the Star what, Wars like episode books? one, two, and three. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, I know my. Uh, I've had some cousins re- that read the episode one, two, three books, and I feel like I do remember them saying they were a little bit different. But I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But it would. I mean. Like I said, if it's it's a, if it's its own sto- runoff story or whatever, yeah, it could go as far as they wanted. But uh, I don't know. I I definitely would like to see it at least have four seasons. I, just, yeah, you know what I mean. I'm just being realistic. And, and, I, I think that's doable. And I'm anxious to see how long the Jedi will come into play. Like, is is he yeah. gonna give Baby Yoda to Ahsoka and then it just be done? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What, I'd like to see Ahsoka train Baby Yoda, dude. I think that would be epic, epic, dude. I think it would be awesome. Um, and I, I really hope they do a justice to Ahsoka's character because I'm. Well, if you've seen Clone Wars, like you'd love her. She is a badass. Well, and and I know I know I don't care much about this stuff. Like, it's not going to change my perspective. But how? Like, what was her age in Clone Wars versus how old is she supposed to be now? Okay, because well, that's a lot of years, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it's a good bit. Well, how, fuck, it's how many years is it after the fall of the Empire? Like, just a couple, right? The Mandalorian. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like, um, I think it's almost right after, like, real close after. See, in Clone Wars, I don't know 100%, but I'd call her a mid to late teenager. Oh, okay. Um, Much younger than I thought. Yeah. Um, but, and she's also in Rebels. She's in Rebels, too. Uh, oh. she shows She shows up in Rebels as, like, I'd say, uh... Hold on a second. Something popped up on the screen. That's all good. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm ordering my dinner as we speak. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. I got Fusion last night from DoorDash, and I still have some left. Plus, I'm... Let me just talk about Ahsoka for a second. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, wrap up this Ahsoka thought, and then we can talk about Hibachi. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah in rebel she shows up uh, and kind of helps the characters in that she because she is a uh she's like leading her own little regiment of rebels in in that okay. uh, but uh she is uh i'd say just a guess 
uh, late 20s, early 30s, maybe mid 30s and that. I'd say in this show, she's got to be getting up there. Um 40s maybe something well, like that i'm about to look up okay, her age. okay so that's perfect that be, because Ro- rosario dawson she's not old but she's not like a, a young bird yeah anymore. yeah yeah i think it'll fit her age good i do i think it's it'll fit her age very well um i'm looking up her age in clone wars uh in clone wars she was she was 17 when the clone wars ended and, oh, damn. and in Rebels, uh, uh, by the time she returns in Rebels, she's 32. So I wasn't far off. In Rebels, she's 32. And that's during the Empire's control. So this is just a little bit after the Empire's fall. So she's got to be late 30s, early 40s, you know? Yeah, damn. That's yeah. So I'm I'm excited. I actually, I guarantee I can find out on Google what she's going to be in Mandalorian. Yeah, hit up the old Google machine. Fire it up. Tano was born in 36 BBY, whatever, whatever that is in Star Wars, before Baby Yoda. <laughs> I, doubt, I doubt that's what it means, but I just popped in my head. Uh, oh, that is so fucking funny. <laughs> okay, so she was born in 36 BBY, making her about 14 when she first debuts in Star Wars Clone Wars theatrical movie. Yeah, there was a movie prior to this series. She was in it? Yeah, it was, it was a cartoon. It's just like the cartoon Clone Wars. Oh, and actually, the, the stuff that takes place in the movie takes place in the show, too. It's They, like, redo it in the show. Applying the math to the time period of the Mandalorian, Ahsoka will be around 45 when she makes her series debut. So we were right on there. I mean, we were very close. You know? Per- yeah, perfect casting, I think, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Rosario Dawson will be a good actress for her. She's kind of a badass actress, you know? Um, the only other Dude, person I can think of that... Good. No, I just said my food's fucking been picked, or my driver's already on the way. Let's go. Oh, hell yeah, man. That will be, like, perfect That's timing, probably. But uh, the only other yes, actress I, I could think that would be uh, any better, uh, I'm not saying she would be better, but the girl that plays uh, Rosario Dawson doesn't play Gamora, does she? No, that's Zoe I always Sal. get those two... Yeah, I always get those two confused. She would be another good Ahsoka. I'm, she would be very good Ahsoka. I think either way is good, but I'm just saying that's another good option. Um, but yeah, um, very excited to see her. Very excited. Uh, yep. I can't wait. Well, she- Especially, I'm I'm waiting. To, I'm wondering if she's gonna have uh, in Clone Wars when she was Anakin's Padawan. She had a green lightsaber. Or, uh, I think, and she held, she did duel. She had two lightsabers. She was a badass, bro. Fuck yeah. But in Rebels, she had white ones because she had to make new ones. They got somehow they got away from her in Clone Wars. And, uh, yeah, so she had white ones towards the end of Clone Wars, I believe. And then Rebels, she had white ones too. I'm wondering what, if they're still going to be white. I think that would be very cool. Um, I hope and they are. I can't wait to see what happens with the dark saber again. Uh, Bo Katan wants that bitch back, and uh, it makes sense because it's always been in like a Mandalorian leader's hands. And I know her clan was like a powerful clan, so that makes sense. Um, but yeah, Mandalorian, awesome so far. Uh, very excited to see what this next week entails. Yada yada yada. Beautiful. You know, well, we'll we'll just wind it at that because yeah. that's pretty good to round up on. Yeah. Um, you guys can always find me Twitter and Instagram at Juice Nixon underscore. Make sure to listen to the Juice Box podcast on Sundays at five p.m. 
on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast. Make sure to follow, like, subscribe, tell a friend. Um, tune into the Grand National Series, the G-Force iRacing League that is on Flat Out Live Network's YouTube every Tuesday nights around 9.30-ish. That is powered by the Juice Box, and we're happy to be a sponsor and a partner with them. And shout out to Hank, our guy, the 63 car driving the Juice Box podcast mobile. Um, yeah, honestly, guys, I always have always have a pleasure when I'm talking to dupes, talking to my other guys. Just keep up the support. And dupies, shut us off, baby. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, guys, this, this was pretty cool. Uh, the first Skype recording. Glad you could be here for it, whoever you are. <laughs> but you can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram, as always, at Father Dupes. And come see me on the Twitch. I'm there daily uh, at JD Deplaga. Check out my clips. I got some good new ones up there. Uh, you can watch the old streams. Uh, spread this gaming movement, please. Uh, anyone that's looking for someone new to watch, tell them about me. I might not be the best, but I, I, I will do my best to entertain you at least. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's been a great time. I, I appreciate everyone's listens and I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. Bye-bye.